What's up, awesome baddies? Welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work. With your host, Gail. And Shannon. Happy baby Valentine's Day. The day before. The day before. It, Valentine's Day Eve. Love is not People don't yeah. celebrate that. People celebrate Christmas Eve. We don't celebrate Valentine's Day Eve. I feel like the month of February is the month of love. It really is. Because you start getting the stupid emails. Yeah. And like it's the like, weeks prior. And it's definitely like the loneliest month of the year. It's cold out. You're not going outside. You're not shaving your legs. You're wearing sweatpants. Like you're on the couch by yourself. Oh my God. Speaking of shaving your legs, I made an emergency dermatology appointment for <laughs> next week because I was shaving my legs and I saw like a really suspect spot on my leg. Really? I'll show you later. Yeah. What do you mean a suspect spot? Like, 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 I'm like, oh my God, do I have skin cancer? Okay. So people always, I feel like notice those things about themselves. Yeah. Maybe I'm dumb. I've never seen, like, how do you know? I feel like I've never seen anything you on don't. my body where I'm like, oh, that is concerning. I know, well, this is the first time I'm concerned. Okay. But like, you know, like, it's almost like you, <laughs> when you know, you know, cause I, people are always like, oh, like you should look out for like, you know, freckles or like spots or like something. But I don't know. I get new freckles all the time and I'm not but this like, this isn't just an ordinary freckle. It's like a purple, a dark purpley spot. And then it like has this new development, like a black dot on top of it. And I'm like, you've got to go. And it doesn't come off. No, I haven't like tried scratching it off. No, <laughs> or like wiping it off, or shaving it off for that matter. I'd probably just like scrape it off. But Ew, no, no. And I okay, googled you're it. Doing the, you're doing the right thing. Yeah, you googled it. I yeah, like I googled melanoma, and it was like it's more common on females on their lower legs, and it's like on my lower leg. It's oh like my right God. here. I know, Wait, but I'm so scary. proud of me for making an appointment and not just like worrying about it and doing nothing because that's yeah. normally what I would do. Right. Just get like caught up in like anxiety and just not do anything. Yeah. But these dermatologists, I'm sure this goes for like doctors everywhere of all specialties. I'm not kidding. I was like calling around and one of them was like, yeah, we're not accepting new patients until like the fall. I was like, well, I could be dead by the fall. Yeah. Like I could be dead. What like, do they have to say to that? <laughs> They're like, well, then we'll take you that. <laughs> no, they didn't care. No, it's actually so scary. Mm -hmm. You cannot get into the doctors. No. But that is actually very But terrifying. this is like the day that everyone shaves their legs. The, the day, day before, before Valentine's, Valentine's day. day. Jinx. So look look for some suspect. If there was a day to shave your legs, it, it would be, be today. today. Yeah, <laughs> we need to stop doing that. <laughs> well, it's not too late to name a cockroach after your ex and have it be fed to an animal at the San Antonio Zoo. I think that's adorable. The thing that right? does freak me out, though, is like who is in charge of just like collecting the cockroaches and just having the like New York exterminators. They Oh, they bring them in. Maybe. By like the boatload. Why does San Antonio have so many cockroaches for sale? You know? Yeah. Like $10. The that's local, all the the exterminators in the area just bring them in. Maybe. I wonder, like, is it more expensive to have, like, a bigger roach? Like, you know what I mean? Is there competition? Like a daddy roach? Like a daddy roach? It's a baby roach? Roach daddy. No, I think it's one size fits all. Just $10. $10. Name a cockroach. I wonder if you get to, like, pick what kind of animal. Like, I want, like, a tiger. Like a cool animal. Like what? Like an anteater to eat yours? No. Like a leopard. I want, like... I want the person, like the zookeeper, to like a video of him being like, like proof. This one, this one is for like 
so-and-so blank X. <laughs> I know like you're otherwise you're just paying $10 for what? And I just have to like imagine that it's happening. Like, I want right. to see it. I want, I want proof. Like, I want I'd, pay, I'd pay more money for some proof that it happened. Yes. And to be able to send it to my the VIP experience. Yeah. Like I want the, v- <laughs> the VIP. <laughs> like different. Roach. I want there to be like a tier system. Like in order to <laughs> watch your roach get killed that you named after your ex, like you have to pay, you know, a hundred dollars. Oh, a hundred. I was and thinking they, an and extra they throw five. In like a free t-shirt or something. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like we can make a whole thing out of it. That is cute though. They're doing it wrong. We're doing it right. So you were just in Stowe. I sure was. We didn't record last week, so I feel like it's it's always so weird weird when we have so much to catch up on. I know. You were in Turkey. I was in Stowe. Very different uh, vibes. Vibes. Yeah. I was skiing. You were like exploring. Exploring. I was like running around on like the rooftops. I know. I saw that. It looked very dangerous. No, it was it was actually not that dangerous. Did you know that James Bond was filmed up there? Super cool. No, I I didn't know that. It was a cool moment. Do you think James Bond did had his own stunts? I don't know. Like a st- no, he definitely has a stunt double. Oh, so you guys are way more cool than James Bond. Yeah, like we we did the stunts that he didn't do. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. Oh, no, but Turkey was amazing. Like just it was I never go on vacations. I feel like you and I are both kind of similar like this. Yeah. We're big, like long weekend people. Like yes. we like live in the long weekend category of life where we go on a, like, I feel like I travel a lot, but I only ever take off like a day or two of work. Like, right. I, you finesse the system. It, classic. Like I yeah. am like the queen of fly somewhere on a, you know, Wednesday night work remote thursday half days friday like so you really only take like a half a day off work but you're like (laughs) on a four-day vacation like something like that so i think taking a full week off work like being somewhere for eight days there was like a adjustment period where like monday and tuesday i felt like insecure about the fact that (laughs) i wasn't that i was like off and then i started to settle into a groove and like it did feel really and then you felt like oh wow i should take more pto off there's people i work with who like they take week-long vacations like throughout the year and I always wonder like how they do it but then I was like you know what this isn't so bad how scary because I took two days off first though when I came back to work this week I was I was kind of stressed were you stressed or were you like yeah it is what it is well I was definitely stressed um like getting back like it was the most amazing week like I I think I've said on the podcast before, like I haven't seen my family in years. So Mm -hmm. seeing them was amazing. We shopped, we like explored. We just had so much family time. We ate. I've never eaten so much food in my life. If I (laughs) lived anywhere near my grandmother, I think I would probably gain 50 pounds, but it was completely worth it because Turkish food is like the best food in the world. Just the country. I recommend everyone goes there at least once in their life. It is like so amazing. There's so much culture, but we got back and like they're eight hours ahead of us. So we took like a 4 p.m. flight, but we landed at like 8 p.m. Eastern time, like oh, in geez. Boston. Time and travel. Yeah. And I definitely was like exhausted. And then when I go back to my apartment is when I saw the news about the earthquake that happened. Right. And it was like such a weird feeling because almost like, I don't know. I showed up to work the next day and all these people kept saying to me like, thank God you're okay. Thank God you're okay. Like, is your family okay? Are you okay? And I was like, yeah, like every, everyone, my family's okay. But it was like this weird feeling where I like, as much as I was like thankful, 
I was also felt like weird about it. I was like, like survivor's why? guilt. Yeah. Even though it wasn't in the area I was in. So it's right. not like I like just miss it or something, but in a weird sense, survivor's guilt where I was almost like, well, I'm back here in Boston and my biggest concern is like, you know, having to wake up for work in the morning, but there's people whose houses just got like collapsed. Right. And I was just like, so sad for like two days. And I think it made me realize like the survivor's guilt thing, like mm -hmm. almost I could see why people feel that way because right. it was like this weird part of me that was like, you know, shit, this is like, I, it was just such a weird feeling like landing back in Boston and seeing that that happened like in the place that you just came from. It was like a very bizarre, like strange feeling, I guess. But other than that, it was literally the most amazing trip. Like I've, I've been on in like so long. So highly recommend going. And for people that do like that are interested, I guess, like while I'm on here, figured I'd give a little plug and like donating because there's so many people that have lost their lives. There's so many people that have lost their houses. Like I do think it's really important to like in any way you can contribute because I'm just like thinking about people that I don't know how they're going to ever like where are they going to live. It's just so sad. So I definitely would recommend like getting involved and like trying to donate to an organization. I'm trying to find one right now that I had. Is the down. Red Cross like not a good organization? Um, I feel like people have mixed. Yeah. I honestly don't. It's not even that I think it's a bad organization. I think that there's just better ones. I think if you wanted to donate to the Red Cross, I'm sure that's, I think like any charity, like they do give a percentage of their like profits to the people. But the always the thing I like to make sure of is whatever organization I go with, I like to make sure 100% of the proceeds go right. to the people. That's like the hardest thing about donating money is like finding an actual organization that's going to do what they say with their money. Exactly. And like to be a charity, I didn't know this, but I'm pretty sure to be considered a charity, you only have to give like 20% of the of like the money. Are you, you serious? It's something disgusting. Like I like did a bunch of research on this a few years ago to be considered a charity. It's like, I think it's like 20% of the profit, like 20% of the money you get, you have to give to the actual people you're supporting. And wow. then the other 80%, you can do whatever with it. But um, I'm not saying that's the case for the blue, blue um, red cross, blue shield, red cross, blue shield. I'm literally <laughs> clearly jet lagged, losing my mind. Um, Wait, that sounded right to me. I was like, yeah, The red sure. cross, I'm not saying that's the case for the red cross, blue shield. <laughs> Um, uh, the case for them, I don't know what their percentages look like, but there's this yeah. one um, that I found. It's called Smart Aid, like Smart and Aid, all one word. Um, they're like an earthquake search and rescue um, organization, and I do know that 100 percent of all their donations go directly, you know, to the places that need the most. So to people helping rebuild, search and rescue, because there's still so many people that are like covered in rubble right now, and like there's people out there like searching for them. So. If you're interested in donating, I literally went on there the other night. It took me like two seconds. Like you can use your PayPal. So I would definitely do that if you can. Love that. Um, so you're in Stowe. How was that? Um, it was good. It was, it's funny whenever I go places like up north, whatever you want to call it, I think that I could be like a country girl, like a low maintenance, like Living in a world where there's no Postmates like, or I think you, I think you could be a country girl, but I don't think you could ever be low maintenance. <laughs> no? Like, you would have like, to be there. You would yeah. have to be. Because there's no Postmates. And like... Okay. Like, I was like, wait, is there a movie theater? I was so confused. There is. Okay, well, it's, but not, the like you, it's not like you... <laughs> the that's, nearest that's Target... Your, that's your gold standard. I've never yes. seen you go to the movies in Boston. 
Uh, yeah, Top but, Gun. That was but, the last. But all of a sudden, you were time. just like craving to go to a movie. No, but I was just driving around and I was like, wait, so like, where's the closest Target? And like, there's no Starbucks. Yeah, there was a no. there was one Dunkin', but there's no Starbucks. Everywhere is like little cafe. My lattes, I would get iced lattes, one size only, nine dollars. That's insane. You want to know why? Because the, this is why I would want to live there because they prioritize like health and wellness and like their almond milk they make themselves. So they charge an arm and a leg for their almond milk. So like the latte was like seven and change and then the almond milk brought it up to nine. But I was like, fuck it. It's homemade almond milk. But like, that's ridiculous. It's more expensive than Boston. Yeah, I definitely it's, couldn't do that. It, $9 for an iced latte. But I guess you're saving money on rent. Like, I don't know. True. Are you, though? Like, I don't know. You'd probably Maybe have to buy a truck. Stowe. Like, Stowe's really expensive. True. This is true. But nearby. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But then I, like, come back. I'm driving, and I see the city lights, and I'm like, Ugh, You feel happy. It's so good to be home. I just think, like, I know we've talked about this, but the concept of, like, feeling like home before. Yeah. And I always think that, like, there are so many times in my life where my mom always says when she's in New Hampshire and like sees the trees. Like my mom was a city girl, like for so many years, she lived in Boston, she lived in Istanbul, she lived in LA, but she was like, when I'm back in New Hampshire and I'm like in, I look up and I see the stars and there's trees and wildlife. She's like, I feel like the sense of being home. And I've never felt that in my life. (laughs) In nature. (laughs) Even though I grew up in New Hampshire, like for at least a, a lot of my life, like I, when I drive in and I see that like, little peak of like the Boston skyline. It's amazing. I feel like this, like still to this day, my heart flutters and I feel like I'm home. Like I've never felt like that being in the woods. Me neither. But like for just a split second, I was like, well, maybe like I was on the, on the ski lift with this woman and she was saying how, her son's senior year of high school, she uprooted from somewhere in Massachusetts to Stowe, like made her kid move. This was like years ago, but made her kid that was a senior in high school move to Stowe and their their graduating class had 60 kids and they call all their teachers by their first name. And I was like, wait, but that's kind of cute. Like a little small town. Ew, imagine being a kid and your mom makes you switch schools. No, that I was shocked. Evil. I was shocked. I know. She was like, it worked out. He loved it. And I'm like, no way. Unless he like, didn't mm. like his old school. Maybe. But like I, I be, imagine like your mom taking you out of school and like you have to make new friends your senior year. I'd be pissed. No, I'd be pissed too. But then if you're like a diehard skier, I guess like, mm, like you'll make new friends. Ski is life. Yeah, I can see that. Ski the East. Was that what they say? No, it was fun though. We went skiing. We went snowmobiling. And like I have never gone snowmobiling before. Have you gone? Yeah. Okay. It is terrifying i don't know if every snowmobile tour is like this but at the end of the tour it was like a 25 mile two hour snowmobile tour and at the end they bring you to this racetrack which is like obviously covered in snow because it's for the snowmobiles and they say no rules no speed limit go at it oh and they just let you go as fast as you want so obviously okay do you think mystery man let me drive my own no okay you guessed correctly I did not get to drive my own. I was in the back holding on for dear life, but he was going 50 around that thing. And the whole time I just had intrusive thoughts of like, I'm going to die. We're going to die. We didn't die. Good. Well, I'm glad that you didn't die. I'm glad that you didn't die. Me too. But like that shit freaks me out. 
like I thought I loved adrenaline, but 50 on a snowmobile, those things are like not that sturdy. We almost tipped over once. Yeah. I've, I think like I'm trying to think about stuff like that. I don't think I get nervous about like natural, not natural disasters. Like, I don't know how to say it. Like things like that. Like, like you just, oops. the thought, okay. So like a plane, like the plane going down. Like when I was like coming back from Turkey, the turbulence was so bad. Like we were, we were sleeping and all of a sudden like the plane was like going sideways and like people were like very nervous. I don't get nervous about that. You just accept your Cause fate. I'm like, okay, what's the worst that'll happen? The plane goes down. Like we float around in the ocean for a while. Like, I don't know. Or don't, you die. I don't know. I just think about that and that doesn't freak me out. But the oh thought of like God. a terrorist does freak me out. On the plane? Yes. <laughs> like okay, that well, scares me more. Both like, circumstances you're dying. I'm just saying like when I go to a gas station and I'm pumping gas, I get more scared of like a random person coming up and like holding a gun to my head than I do of like getting into a car crash. Even though there is a much higher likelihood of like when you're driving to work, getting into like a fender bender or car crash or like something like that than a person coming up to you with a gun. But like, I feel like humans freak me out so much more than like humans. Oh, that's fair. Like, I feel like humans are as someone who's totaled two cars. It's pretty fucking scary. Getting into a car with you does scare me. I will admit, (laughs) but Hey, human, human. I am a human. I'm just barely a human. I started watching the bachelor. I don't know who I am anymore. That's like shocking to me. I I thought we were like over our bachelor era. I I thought we left that behind. I know, but I have nothing else better to watch. So if anyone has any recommendations, this guy, Zach, I just don't know how I feel about him. Zachary. He's the bachelor. Is he cute? I feel like lately. He's not my type. He's not your type. Okay. No, but he's not ugly. I actually don't even know what he looks like. He was on the, obviously the last season of the bachelorette. But it it just like freaks me out that like this guy's just making out with all these women like in the same yeah, night. It is it's weird. so bizarre, especially when they do like the honeymoon suite at the end and they're like spending the night with three different girls. And you know, it's just like a little. It's, it's like so a bit weird. much. Like, it's not my place to judge what people do in their personal lives, but like I just also don't need to know. Like it's not. <laughs> really what I'm living for at this point. Um, Zach Bachelor. Also, when you go into like Google and my most recent search history is like a vulture is a bird of prey that scavenges on carrion. Like why did like why am I Googling that? Okay. Zach Bachelor. Yeah. Z- Zach Shalcross. I have no idea his last name. I think he's from New Jersey. I just like Yeah. He not- just seems like too nice yeah but like kind of not really i just feel like when he's talking to these girls like he just like i, I don't feel know. like he's not here for the right reason he's not here on the most dramatic season yet no the villain already got sent home oops spoiler so oh. oops oh well um <laughs> guys we're a week behind so if you didn't know that already that's your problem true <laughs> so I'm just like well why am I watching anymore now as much as I hate the villains like you watch it for that for the villain you come back for that. I still remember Corinna the girl that had a oh, nanny I remember. from ages ago yes because she was the main character she had a nanny and she was like 27 yes which is kind of the dream I know like there was a time where I made fun of her and now I'm like but why no, she literally is. I'm, I aspire to be her. Um, your birthday is in three weeks. That's crazy. Miami is in three weeks. I haven't even started 
buying me neither for miami me neither i look I, like, every forgot. single day you do where do you look revolve I don't know I where else to a, look. I haven't bought a single thing. Someone, Caitlin texted me like yesterday and she was like, by the way, what do you, I, I'm thinking of bringing like, you know, three dresses and like seven Oh, I made a list of everything I need. I just was like, I saw her text and I was like, oh shit, I forgot that that's literally coming up. I like forgot. No like same. even though we're in the group chat and we talk all the time in my head, I was like, oh, it's coming up in a few months. No, I know. I was supposed to lose like, 20 pounds by... Miami and it's in three weeks. Yeah, like which is like it's fine. It's what is that drug that everyone's doing now? It's such as the one that the Kardashians take. Like what's it called? Isn't it for diabetes patients? Yes. And like they like illegally. But now use every it. no everyone you can just get it. The doctors are handing them out like candy. Wait, who's doing it? Everyone. Everyone. Every all the New York influencers are doing it. Wait, how do you know that Tanks is doing? Oh, because they're all open about it. Oh, they're all taking it. Yes, it's like the new cool thing to do. All the New York City influencers are taking yes. it. So like Tanks took it. The um, skinny oh, person. Claudia from The Morning Toast has been open it. about it. Yeah. It's just crazy to me because the whole like skinny era is like definitely upon us. And I feel like. Don't tell me that. <laughs> I mean, we've been seeing so many like red flags. Well, that's why the Kardashians so are taking away their butt. Well, that's why, like, I think they were kind of the first ones. Like, we talked about, like, the rise, <laughs> the rise, the rise in, like, low-rise jeans, right? Like, the low-rise jeans, like, I feel like look the best on those girls who are, have like, no, Have tiny. no butts and head. Right, because, like, most of us, like, you wear low-rise jeans and you're gonna have some muffin tops and it's not fun. <laughs> like, you <laughs> want the high-rise to hold everything in. But, like, all this stuff and then like Kim becoming like a size double zero randomly like out of nowhere for the first time in her life, which like, okay, fine. But she just never looked like that before. I just feel like there's so many signs and now everyone's taking a diabetes drug to like lose weight. I'm just like, what the hell is going on? It's it's the new Adderall. I also am concerned because like, like what are the life, like what are the long term repercussions of that? Exactly. We're not going to know, know for like a while. And everyone's saying like you can only take it. Well, you're only supposed to take it for so long because it's like it's it's supposed to be for people who like actually have issues like with losing weight, like whether you're obese or you just have like issues with it. Like it's it's created for people like that and also people with diabetes. So when you don't have those issues, like the what? second you stop taking it, you're going to gain it all back plus more. Right. And if you take it for too long, like I wonder probably what? a bunch of that's like kind things. of terrifying to be honest. I know it's also scary because like I'd be nervous about young girls trying to get their hands on it. Like if you know that the influencers like I it's like a weird fine line with influencers because while I do respect them being open about like the work they've had done and like being like, hey, like I got a boob job or hey, I got a nose job or whatever because they don't want to set unrealistic beauty standards. I think that's good and I I praise that, but there's also like a weird fine line of like, okay, you're sharing the fact that you're taking this drug. What if a 16 year old girl who's like developing is like, oh, like, you know, my mom has that, let me start using it. Or I don't right. know, just stuff like that does also kind of freak me out. So just something to keep in mind. <laughs> yeah, I, I won't be, I won't be reaching for that. I don't as think that's my, you were tempted. Obviously. I don't think that's my, it's a quick like, fix. It's a quick fix. Yeah. Don't I feel like if I were like to that. do that, I'd just start like smoking cigarettes. <gasps> I don't know. I feel like you might as well just go in like hardcore. Just kidding. I wouldn't smoke, start smoking cigarettes. I, I Okay. I've been going to the gym recently. You have. Like 
at least three times a week. And like, that's huge for me. I found a new love for the elliptical. Is I think that's what it's called. Oh, yeah. Like if you crank that shit up on the resistance and the flappies, like the height, the, the, the yeah, incline, incline, the incline. Thank you. The incline and the, it's like a better workout than I think a treadmill. Definitely. For sure. And that's and what like I was doing on your joints. Thanks. Like I was doing 12, 3, 30 for so long and like nothing makes me feel as good as the elliptical. I'm happy for you. I know. I think that's the key, like finding something that you like doing and then you want to do it. My trainer always says, he's like, don't do the thing that you're motivated to do right now. Do the <gasps> thing that you'll be motivated to do long-term. Like, oh, cause he okay. always says, I he's like, like when he starts working with people, um, they're like, when they, in the beginning, there's like a honeymoon stage when you first start working out or right. when you first have a trainer or when you first start like, you know, making healthy lifestyle choices or whatever, where you're super driven, super motivated, just like a new relationship. And <laughs> you're like, okay, I'm going to get up every morning at 4am and I'm going to work out for two hours. I'm going to do abs. And then after work, I'm going to go for a 45 minute walk. Like, and you'll do that for a few weeks. But then when you fall into a groove of things, you're like, you know, life gets busy and you get tired and you're like, eh. And then you might just stop going all together because you're like so overwhelmed by like, or you're burnt out from working out too much. Like I know there was a period in my life where I was going to like solid court every single day, which I thought was amazing. But then what happened was I got so burnt out that I just like didn't go for two months. Cause I was like, I can't do this. I'm like freaked out by it. Um, so what he, what he told me was I'd rather you pick something, like do something sustainable, even if it's 30 minutes a day or like, you know, a 40 minutes every two days or something like that, but like something you'll know that you'll actually do long-term rather than the thing that you can commit to doing right now, which I thought was smart because like that. that's true. So if the elliptical is your thing, do it. I'm doing it. Do it. <laughs> I'm doing it. Um, so the Super Bowl is this weekend, AKA Rihanna's musical return. Oh yeah. I'm like really excited. I'll probably tune, tune in for that. But Drake is having the Super Bowl party or like he's like performing at a Super Bowl event this Friday. Tables start at 40K. Oh. 12 so, people per table. So we're obviously going. So it's like. So wait, tables start at 40K? Yeah. So you know the most expensive table is just ridiculous. I wait, know. It's, what day is it? Friday. The 10th. People that like some of my coworkers have been to. The Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. But like not just the Super Bowl, but the like the Super Bowl weekends because Because it's a whole thing. It doesn't get talked it's about a whole week. enough. But like depending on where it is, I mean, maybe it doesn't get talked about enough. I don't know. There's the Super <laughs> not Bowl. On this podcast. But then the whole like the whole weekend leading up to it, it's like a whole vibe. Like there are there's parties, there's like events, pre-games, like club nights, and everything is like 20k for a table here 10k for a table there and there's all these like celeb appearances and it's like a big thing this girl one of my best friends liz she went to the one in like atlanta a few years ago when the patriots played there and she was just like yeah the ticket was expensive that that doesn't even like make a dent in like right. what you end up spending because flights are ridiculous hotels are ridiculous and then you end oh, yeah, up going to all these crazy events which is way more expensive than the tickets to the actual game were i was so confused though because the flyer for his party says invite only but then there's a link on how to like get a table and then you can also buy a singular ticket for twenty six hundred dollars oh so i'm like mm. a singular ticket for twenty six hundred dollars yeah what to go buy drinks at the bar yeah 
so sad. I know. <laughs> wow. I know. But speaking of the Super Bowl, Tom Brady officially retired mm-hmm. again. Again. I kind of respected his video, though. He was like, listen, I did the whole emotional goodbye last year. I'm not going to put you guys through that again. I'm retiring. I woke up this morning. I feel good. And yeah. Like, okay, but <laughs> he says that and then he literally posted like 100 photos on his Insta story. True. Just reminiscing on everything. And I was like, oh God, he's going through it. Yeah. Like here it goes. He's definitely like very, he's just like, that's his identity. Like it's who he is so much to the point where like, as much as he can be like, oh, I'm happy. Like I, I wouldn't have done anything differently. Like that man would have played football until he was like 100 years old. If, if he could. Yeah. Well, Giselle commented on the post saying, wishing you only wonderful things in this new chapter of your life. And I had to, I comments by celebs posted that. And I literally went through the comments to look for that. Cause I was like, there's no way she said that. Cause that's like what she did. That's basically her shutting down any speculation that now that he's done, like they could ever get back together. And I don't think they will. So her saying, I wish you the best in this new chapter, you think is her That's like, well, saying it, they're done. Yeah. Cause like, why would you wish someone the best if like you were going to be a part of it? Okay. I was curious about this too, about whether or not they get back together now that he's officially done. And I don't know. I have some thoughts. Okay. So I don't think. I think that her saying like, I wish you the best in this new chapter. I agree with you. I think that's her way of being like, Hey, good vibes, but like we're done. But I wonder like, cause like he just announced his retirement a few months go by like, true. you know, one day, you know, he's picking up the kids and like they lock eyes. I don't know. Like he's not going to be playing football anymore. Is there a world in which when the dust settles and he's officially not playing anymore, like maybe they could move past their differences. Or maybe there's just too much resentment at this point where it's like, yo, you had to go back and play for one more season. Like, was it freaking worth it? Like, I'm done. No, that's literally the exact, I, like, I hope it was worth the divorce. Like, if I were her, I would almost be offended that he only did one more year. One more year. Right. Like, All that's that a slap in the, the face. Divorce. Yeah. Like, yeah. one more season that you couldn't even win was <laughs> worth it. Right. That's why she's a freaking witch. Like everyone said Giselle's a witch and she controlled his whole his whole future and whatever. And ever since they were done, he just went downhill. Oh, that's so scary. Literally, I just I don't know. I think that's super interesting. But he got like a job um to be an announcer or something. Oh or my like god, yeah, and he's getting paid like three hundred million, amount. like three hundred twenty million dollars or something like that. Like just as much money as he would, or like more money than he would to actually. And be. he's gonna work like one day a week for that like. Is, see, that is the life. A quarter of the year to be <laughs> like. I think I wouldn't want to be an athlete because it's just I don't know. I feel the like trauma on your body. Yeah, there's so lot. much trauma on your body, but. The people that get to get the fancy, cushy announcer jobs afterwards, you basically get to sit down one day out of a week and talk about sports. Every boy's dream. Like you can just sit there talking about sports all day and they get paid so much money. People don't realize how much money these guys get paid to do that. And you don't have to be on some crazy strict diet and workout regimen. You can just show up, put on a suit, pinch in all your love handles and just keep moving. Yeah. 
Ba- Sounds freaking great. Basically what we do. Exactly. Except just like minus the paid $300 million. Part. I know. Like almost. We're right I, there. Oh, so close. <laughs> I thought it was interesting though. I feel like I don't think he did this on purpose, but do you think he signed this deal after the divorce was finalized so that she couldn't touch that money? Mm, I don't. I actually don't. That's a great question. I know that like, job are people was like, as calculated as I am. I know that job was like waiting for him, like um, for when he was done. Yeah. So I don't know if, like, I don't know what was like promised to him or like when the. I, I have no idea like what the intricacies look like, or if like their divorce isn't finalized. Is it? I don't know. I thought I heard it was. It is finalized. Oh. So I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe that's true. Hmm. hmm. Well, he's posting thirst traps now, and I feel he weird. He really is. I don't know. Did you see it? Yeah. But wasn't that like also it. like a bet or something? Like I thought it was an ad. It was like I could an be ad wrong. that he was like, he was some like weird, like if he lost a bet or, oh, he was like, if this post reaches 40,000 likes, like I'll make my own take on it. And then he never did. And then like, sh- um, what's his face? The other guy. Gronk. Gronk like called him out on <laughs> it. You sound like me. Gronk called him out on it and he was like oh uh, like in like yeah but I still like didn't I didn't know how I felt about that no imagine like you're his kids and you're like oh my god Tom Brady is to men what Alex Ear- Earl is to women you think like, that's true I think that men, I feel like a lot of people hate Tom Brady but also a lot of people love Tom Brady I think that well sure maybe lately Tom Brady's received more hate because he left the left the Patriots and went to go play for another team, whatever. But up until like two years ago, like I actually think men are more obsessed with him. Like in terms of they're like, Oh, he's amazing. He's the best. Like he's the most handsome man alive. Like I think girls like Tom Brady, but like men are the ones who are so obsessed with him. Similar to Alex Earl. Like I think men think that she's obviously very attractive, but I think all the comments on her video are girls being like, you're amazing. I'm obsessed with you. Wait, someone actually recently commented on our TikTok video of Alex Earl, which kind of did pretty well views wise. Um, and they were like, I think it's concerning if anyone is that obsessed with anyone. And I was like, wait a minute. Like people are so obsessed with Tom Brady and no one bats an eye, but like just because we're obsessed. And like, we talked about this, like people are obsessed with Taylor Swift, but like, why is it just when girls are obsessed with something? Like if a girl is obsessed with a guy that she's dating, she's seen as like clingy, a five stage clinger and like batshit right. crazy. But if a guy, well, I guess like guys can be called a simp too. But like if a guy's obsessed with a girl, it's like cute. Yeah. No, I agree and with rare. that. Like a guy can be obsessed with Tom Brady and no one thinks that's alarming. But yeah. I go to the Ariana Grande concert and so- someone told me I was 15 years old and they were like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and I was like, okay, like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry that I'm a fan. <laughs> like, sorry. Aww. Also, like Ari, where's the where's the album? Like, just saying. I um got Mystery Man tickets to John Mayer for our two-year anniversary. That's very cute. I saw that you guys were going. I know, but I was like, wondering where my invite was, but I He guess. like... I'm pretty sure went to John Mayer once with his ex. And I'm like, ew, is this like a thing you do? He brings girls <laughs> to the John Mayer concert. Yeah, I was if like, that ugh. is his thing, that's a very weird thing. I know. I also didn't know he liked John Mayer. But now I, I know. know he's obsessed. That's like his thing. Okay. I'm like, oh. Um. So there was a lot of criticism about Madonna after her appearance on the Grammys. I remember just seeing so many like screenshots of her okay, face. But did you saw it. Yeah. You don't think she looks a little spooky? She looks very different. 
like she it doesn't even look like her i know i know so here's the thing do i think that she overdid it yeah i mean definitely um (laughs) like by a lot i just i think that plastic surgery is such a slippery slope and it's like there was a period when i first started getting my lips done and i was in the beginning, I thought they looked huge. And then like a few months would go by and I'd get them done again. And then I thought that they like looked small. And my mom was like, they're not small, they're huge. And now I don't really get them done anymore because I realized I was like, oh shit, like I actually can't tell when they look big because you get so used to them and it creates this like almost weird like body dysmorphia or something. It's like, like what what do they call it when you want more blonde? Yeah, yeah, because like, like to you it doesn't feel blonde anymore. Right. So you just keep getting more and more, even though your hair the is same white with your face. Exactly. So I like stopped doing it because I was like, I don't. Are I you can't. stopped getting filler in I, your lips? I haven't gotten my lips done in like probably over a year. Are you serious? Yeah, and they still look like that. Yeah, they look they look fine, but that's what I mean. But like in my head, I used to be like, oh my god, wait, I need more, I need more, and now I only go once every like year and a half to get them done, and that's fine. Oh, like, why did more. I think that they would deflate if you didn't get them? Done I think stuff. like maybe in the beginning they do, but the more you do it, the more like your they, your like they body just gets stay. used to it. Yeah, so I don't really need to wow. do it anymore. Maybe like in a year or maybe in six months they'll start to go down a little. The bit. fact that they haven't flattened or does like migrated, like you yeah, should plug your girl. Yeah, um, I go to the lip loft <laughs> in Medford, Jackie. She's good, um, but. Anyways, like, obviously that's a very different example. Like hers is a lot more drastic, but I could see someone be like, first you get some Botox and then you start to get, you know, a facelift and then a second facelift, then a neck lift and eyebrow lift and filler all of your face to look more youthful. And you can't tell anymore. You keep being like, oh, I, I feel like I have a wrinkle or I feel like this. And you keep just going and you can't see what it's doing to you. Right. Which is kind of sad. Well, she said, once again, I'm caught in the glare of ageism and misogyny that permeates the world we live in. Yeah. And she's only 45. So what? I Is she only 40? I think so. She looks older. Maybe. Not to be maybe right, not. But. She said, pass it. Hold on. Madonna age. Oh, no. She's 64. Okay. <laughs> I was like, <gasps> holy I'm shit. Sorry, what did she what? say? She said something, oh, a world that refused to celebrate women past the age of 45. Okay, I assume she was 45. And feels the need to punish her if she continues to be strong-willed, hardworking, and adventurous. I feel like it's, first of all, past the age of 45. You didn't even hit, like, don't you, like, not hit menopause until your 50s? Yeah. So, like, I feel like 45 is a stretch. Also, like, ageism. Like, I know plenty of... Six-year-old woman that like look fine. Chris Jenner looks amazing. She's seventy. Wait, is she? Yeah. So here's my thing. Um, I do agree with Madonna in a sense, though, because someone commented this first. Someone commented, which I thought was interesting, saying that <laughs> the girls in their twenties work so hard and get all this work done to make them not look puffy, and then when they get older, they get all this work done to make themselves look puffy and youthful again, which I thought was funny. Cause I feel like we all have like round faces when we're like Stop. 20 are and we're like, going to get puffy and every girl is like, no, we are puffy right now. Like oh, that's, yeah, vibe. I don't want to be puffy. Like when people are in their like twenties, their face has all this like collagen. So they're like, we all want our faces to be thin and we do like the gua sha and all this shit. But then when you're like 50 and 60, your face loses the volume. So you put filler in it to make it look 
Wait, so you're telling me when we're 50, I'm going to have like a naturally snatched jawline and I'm going to want to add Yeah, you're going to lose like volume in your face. So like your face is going to be like smaller. That's what I want. Yeah. So like maybe (laughs) we'll be like in in our best era when we're 60. Anyways, um, but someone else commented, which I thought was very interesting. They say, we criticize women when they have wrinkles. Like we like, make them feel like shit when they have wrinkles or when they look old and we like comment like, oh, she looks like shit. She's aging horribly. She looks bad. But then we also like criticize them when they get work done because of the fact that they're being criticized for having wrinkles. Like it's almost like a damned if you do, don't damned if you don't type situation. And it just brings me back to my point, which is that if you're a man, you can have wrinkles, gray hair, and you can be hot. And if you're a woman and you have wrinkles and gray hair, no one, no one likes that. So like, I just think the whole thing is a little messed up. And I do think that there's like a lot of shaming that happens to women as they age. And I think for sure it's like on, it's up to you how you determine like how you want to age. If you want to do it naturally, if you want to get work done, like I don't think anyone should be shaming that because we all get old one day and we all die one day. So like if you're 20 years old and you're making fun of people for being old, guess what? One day you're going to be 72 and one day you're going to be 80. And like, you're also going to go through it. Like, I think it's funny when people make fun of age because we're all going in that direction. Like there's no one out there that doesn't age except for Chris Jenner. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to know what the hell Kris Jenner does in yeah. order to look the way she does. Um, Leonardo is rumored to be dating a 19-year-old model, Eden Polani. Um, I thought this was a bit of a stretch. They were seen sitting next to each other at maybe it was the Grammys or something. I don't know what event, but I was like, well, just because you're sitting next to someone doesn't really mean anything. But then... After, you know, Leonardo is getting a lot of hate for dating someone that's, I mean, it has, let's let's be real, it has the word teen in it, 19. Like, yeah, she may be legally an adult, but like, she's 19 years old. Like, you have no business dating a 19-year-old. Um, she deleted her Instagram. And I thought that was weird because she's a model. She had over 200,000 followers. And why would you delete your, I feel like that's almost like admitting that it's true. I would never delete my Instagram with 200,000 followers <laughs> right? for any boy. For any reason. Even for Leo. I would just put turn comments off. Yeah. And like, there are so many settings on Instagram where you can like make it so that you don't have to see direct That's messages weird. from people. I just thought it was extremely bizarre. Like you're throwing away all your hard work for what? Right. That's concerning. No, I do think that people jump to assume people are dating and then people also jump to like freak out about the age thing. Leo is definitely a lifelong bachelor. I do think the age gap is a little, here's the thing. I don't have an issue with people who have an age gap. I know couples who are 20 years apart in age, which I know sounds so weird, but like, it's almost like that's a one-time thing. I think the bigger red flag is like the habitual, like he only dates girls that are 19. Like that's the difference. Like if you're someone who's dated people around your age, your whole life, and then you fall in love with someone that's 10 years younger than you. Like, I don't really think that's concerning. But I that's, think it's, but that uh, 10 years is totally fine. But I feel like a 19 year old and a 48 year old. Yeah. I think, I think that's weird. I, you know, her high school, someone said her high school experience was disrupted by COVID-19. Yes. No, I agree that it's a huge, like what if you're 30 and 60? Sure. 
that would bother me less than, than 19 like, right, right, and right, right. Because you're just at such different places in your yeah. life. Yeah. I agree. And he could be her dad. <laughs> I think that, I think that, like I said, like if it's like a one time, like you're, you found the love of your life thing, but I think if you look at his trajectory of like the girls he's yeah. dated, like in general, he never dates anyone over the age of like, it's like what, 21 or something Probably. like that. It might be like the oldest. They're just getting younger. He's ever dated, they get younger. So whenever I see that, there's a part of me that's like, okay, is there some weird, like, I want to date people that, you know, girls I can who are younger, control. who I can control, who don't know what they deserve. Like, think about how... I don't know, when I was 19, I probably didn't have a ton of self-esteem or like know what I deserved, know what I wanted. I wasn't, like my brain wasn't fully developed. And- Especially as a model, she's probably being told she's not good enough left and right. Like, nope, right. you're not good enough for this shoot or and this runway. And I was runway. like dating, you know, the ex whose name I would feed with, um, with the to cockroach. cockroach. To the cockroach. <laughs> so like, you think about yourself when you're 19 and you're like, oh shit, I definitely would not be at the emotional- or mental capacity be, to be dating a 48 year old man. Like that is strange um, to think about. It's bizarre. I will say though, that one of, not the only time that I've spoken, exchanged words with El Prez, Dave Parnay. I didn't know where you were going with that. I had said something to him about Silvana's account being gone for a day. And he responded and said, she didn't delete it it was taken down by Instagram and like the next day it was back up. So maybe that happened. Maybe this is the same case. I don't know. That's just what Dave told mm. me. I don't know. Could, maybe he was lying. Maybe Silvana panicked and cause you can delete them. And I think you have 30 days to reinstate it before it's like gone for good. Right. That makes sense. So who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Well, we'll see about Leo. Yeah. Okay. Really quickly. I want to address, I know this is definitely old news by now, but okay. The mascara drama on TikTok. <laughs> I, first of all, am a diehard L'Oreal telescopic mascara fan. die. Better than any of better the luxury than anything. brands. But I guess they came out with like a telescopic lift. Yeah. So it's like a little fanciness to it. I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. I, I'm I'm waiting to try because I don't want to be a part of like the sales profit of this whole controversy. Like I want to wait till it dies down and then purchase it. Right. So I'm not part of their statistic. Um, but TikToker, makeup guru girl, Boston baddie, Michaela, someone, I don't want to pronounce her last name. She has been under fire for a couple weeks now for posting a TikTok. I'm sure you've all seen it. A paid sponsorship with L'Oreal. I still don't know. I don't know if I agree or whatever, but she's being accused of going off camera and adding false lashes to her try-on haul of this mascara, which would be illegal. And she's been ripped to shreds. She has over 14 million followers. She's losing followers. And she broke her silence with without saying anything. She just acted as if nothing happened. She just posted, she went on some brand deal with Alex Earl, like the same trip that Alex was on and just posted videos as, as if nothing ever happened. I kind of respect that. It's almost like it's mascara guys. You know, this is my living, whatever. Like there's people but that are dying. If that's your job to be someone that people rely on for like makeup, 
how can her 14 million followers trust her anymore? They probably don't. But like, how much can you really trust someone that like just posts videos and themselves putting on makeup every day? That's true. I mean, a lot of influencers will say or do anything for a quick Like, I'm, I'm sorry, but like, okay, I do agree. Sure, you probably shouldn't lie. But like, we're being lied to every single time we go on TV and we see a stupid ad for stupid shampoo and the girl's hair is super silky. Like that's a lie too. You know what else is a lie is every single time I see someone on TikTok with really long voluminous hair and then they're like hucking this like bullshit, like L'Oreal Paris, like um, hair serum at us as if that's the reason they have the long hair. It's like, no bitch, it's genetics. Like you just have nice hair and now all these brands want you to act like you have nice hair because of their products. No you get to work with these brands because you have nice hair, like it's not the other way around. So like the falsies thing, like, yeah, that that's obviously going above, above and beyond, I think to like be deceitful, which I don't like the deceit. Like, and I, I do agree with the fans for being mad, but I think my stance is not that we shouldn't be mad at this girl for lying because I, I do think like she was betraying her fans a little bit. I think we need to like, take a step back and realize that half the shit we see on TikTok is fake. Like most of it, like the amount of times I've seen like a makeup tutorial for some girl and she's like, has the color customizer on there. And everyone's like, what color like lipstick are you wearing? It's like, if you got that lipstick, it wouldn't look the same because she has like these crazy filters on there. I just think like everything isn't as it seems. And we need to kind of take a step back and realize that like these people are creating ads like commercials basically and like they're not ads are edited yeah and even like all these girls I follow like the skincare gurus that are like here's an amazing product and like blah 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 blah. like I love working with this with this brand and it's like there's never really any way to know if it's legit or not because if a company's gonna pay you a ton of money to post about them like and this is your livelihood you're gonna do it so I don't blame the influencers for doing it but I'm also like can I trust anything you say? Like, I don't know. I know. So it is like a weird vibe, but there's a part of me that like thinks if she just posted the next video and didn't say anything, that's kind of her admitting that she's guilty. Cause you would think that if you didn't do that, then you'd put a video out being like, no, like these are my real eyelashes look and like just right. try to prove it. And like redo the video. Yeah. And with no cuts. Exactly. Yeah. There's a piece of me that also is like, is this some sort of like sneaky marketing ploy that they agreed to do to literally boost sales? Because everyone, the second this happened, like went out and bought it to try it themselves to see, is there a chance that this actually was achievable by just this mascara or did she actually use some falsies? So I didn't see the original video. So I'm curious to know what made people think that it looked fake. It looked fake. Yeah. I mean, it just looked too perfect. And like, it went so, people are crazy. There are so many videos tearing this girl to shreds, but there was this one TikTok in particular where they screenshotted photos of the TikTok and counted how many mascara, because you know how like it clumps your lashes together. So you can count. They counted like 17 clumps of mascara in one shot. And then in the next shot, when there's the, accused lashes it was like you look you can still see all 18 and then you see all these extra added lashes that is crazy though are you watching it right now i think i'm watching it i don't know it's probably like her second most recent it's just like i think people 
It probably has like a bajillion million. I probably shouldn't be like saying anything because I do think that, um, (laughs) I understand people have fans and the fans care and they're diehard and they don't want to feel like their heroes are lying to them. And I totally respect that. But I'm also like, come on guys. Like everything is fake on social media. I'm sorry. Even TikTok, even the influencers that we love, they're going to do shit. That's fake. Like they just are. Some people sadly don't realize that though. I know. And I, and like, I get that. And I, I respect the fact that if you're a fan and like you trust someone, especially a baddie, like you want (laughs) to feel like they're telling you the truth, but I know because like we tell the truth. So it's like so hard to imagine it's people so hard, that don't. just like being so genuine. So I'm genuine. Kidding. No, I'm sure there's <laughs> shit that we've done before that I'm like, well, I'm trying to think of something. Like I'm sure we've done shit before that is like we're doing this for the podcast, right? Mm. That's such a good question. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Just like little things, like we're talking about how it's the day before Valentine's Day, but we're we're filming like four days in <laughs> advance, <laughs> and <laughs> it's like a Wednesday night, and I'm jet lagged, and I just had to take a work call in a Dunkin' Donuts and pretend <laughs> like there wasn't music playing in the background, and like was yelling so that the uh, person I was talking to on Zoom like couldn't hear the background music. Like that was my life today. Yeah, like I'm not like chilling here the day before Valentine's Day, but you have to put on a. We're song. never just chilling. We're never chilling. Never. We are the most unchill. Speaking of Valentine's Day, we should talk about a topic that is just so romantic. What? Codependency. Oh, that's my middle name. (laughs) Codependent. No, I'm kidding. I feel like I've come such a long way. I feel like you have too. I feel like you are the opposite. I feel like you are independent. You think I'm independent? I do. Really? Yeah. I feel like Michael would disagree. We're in well, the, like I in am different ways. Independent in a weird way. Like like codependent I feel like you're independent. I don't think I'm codependent. No, exactly. So you're independent. Okay. But you're not independent like in the sense where like you could use around. a personal assistant. Yes. That I I could use someone like, to like schedule my life for me, yeah. but I could like do things on my own. Right. Which I feel like up until recently I could not. Which is so bizarre because I'm an only child and you would think that I'm good at being alone, but I'm almost not. It makes no sense. You're like interesting though, because. Oh, thanks. Well, no, like there's so many times when I feel like you are good at being alone or like you want to be alone. Yeah. But I don't know. Like ever since I've known you, I've never felt like you were super, like we spent, you and I spent a lot of time together, but I've never felt like you were someone, because I always think of myself where I I always need to be surrounded by people. Like I need to be with people 24 seven and you're not so much like that. So I'm introverted maybe. No, No. I just, I think that, (laughs) I I think that you have like, you'll have like your person. And if you're not with that person, you'd like, it's almost like you'd rather be alone yeah, or something. Yeah, but, and I, I, but like I would prefer to, to not be, be alone. But it used to be like <laughs> almost in an unhealthy way where you were like, I'm just going to wait for them to come home. Yeah. But now I feel like you're a lot more like, no, I'm just going to live my life and try to enjoy it, which I think is obviously so good. Yeah. I think in my past relationships, I was very much the type to spiral if I, you know, and, and this... It's hard to compare apples and oranges because 
completely different times of my life. But like, I feel like everyone in high school, maybe not college, maybe some people grew up in college. I certainly did not. Like if you knew me in college, you don't know me now. <laughs> like in college, for instance, like you have a boyfriend or at least for me, like I prefer to do everything with my significant other. Like I don't really need friends. It was such an unhealthy mindset to have, but it was more so like, I was codependent and I wanted to spend every waking moment with that person that if they ever left me, I would throw a tantrum. Oh, And when I say throw a tantrum and it's like, like you hear those, those stories of like people who are in relationships where like they get torn apart from like their family and friends. Not saying I did that with family, but it was like at the end of our relationship, I feel like we both didn't really have friends because we were all each other had because we were so codependent. Right. Like it was like, that was, that was kind of it. Yes. But I also feel like it wasn't until you started, like we started getting close and like you started to like build your own life that you realized you didn't need like that person. Right. And I think what I've learned in my time with mystery man is that I feel like looking back, I didn't realize how insecure and how low self-esteem I have had at the time. But I really do think being codependent and having low self-esteem go hand in hand because now, now that I have some confidence, now that I have some self-esteem, not saying I'm, I'm, I'm where I'd like to be, but I definitely am not on the ground anymore. I think now it's easier for me to be independent because it's like once you learn to, you know, value yourself, you stop needing anyone else because you don't need someone to make you feel valuable. Right. Exactly. I think that's such a good point. And for instance, two weekends ago, I don't know where you were. Maybe you were already in Turkey at the I was. time. You were. Yeah. Not that you're my only friend, but like I didn't make plans when you were in Turkey and the boys went skiing. So your boyfriend, my boyfriend, they went skiing, you were gone. And I was like, oh, what am I going to do this weekend? And it just, I didn't do anything. I didn't make any plans. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like do my own thing this weekend. I'm going to go to go to the Equinox. And I went to Sephora after I went to Trader Joe's. I came home, made myself dinner. And I did nothing but just like relax and have a low key evening day whole weekend by myself. And I was like, if this was mm, two, three years ago, I would be unproductive, hyperventilating in a ball, taking weed edibles to make myself fall asleep so that I could just wake up and have Mr. Man be home. Right. And now I'm like, well, no, like I don't need him to keep myself busy anymore. Like I can just be busy on my own and make the time go by, keep myself distracted. I don't even need other people to do that anymore. Yeah. Cause I feel like that's another sign of like codependency too, is like if you're trying to like fill the time so much with other people. Right. That's like, I think that's more so like what I could notice about myself. Not that I think I'm codependent, but if I ever was in past relationships, like I definitely don't think I'm like that at all anymore. But when I was younger, I think like you said about like the curling up in a ball and like waiting for the person to come back. I think the way I would have probably coped more with like the more unhealthy relationships I've had in the past is like, if that person was gone, okay, I'm going to be with my, you know, best friend 
on Saturday for five hours. And then as soon as I'm not with her anymore, I'm going to go hang out with someone else, be with them for seven hours, sleep at <laughs> someone's house that night. Like I am not going to be home by myself alone because I think I was so terrified of, the, of my own thoughts that I'm like, I don't want to be alone. Yeah. And I don't want to like feel like, like, I feel like when I was younger, I like there'd be a part of my brain that would tell me like, Oh, you're alone. Like no one's here. You're by yourself. No one cares. Like, which isn't true. Like being alone is a good thing sometimes, but I would almost just like fill the time with just being with people. So I didn't have to like be alone with my own thoughts, which I feel like also isn't healthy either. Right. And that's something I've worked on where like, I still love to be with people, but there's also times that I'm like, Hey, it's okay to like sit here and be alone with your own thoughts and like process them. Because when you're constantly surrounded by like, you're working during the week, you're with your significant other, like you're cooking dinner together, you're sleeping, you're waking up, you're going to the gym. Like you're not spending any of that time actually processing like your own emotions, your own thoughts, which I think is important. Right. So no, I think that's really, really important. I, I think that's like obviously growth. It is growth. If you're in a relationship and you can't spend time apart from each other and spend time alone, alone, like you said, I think there's something deeper going on. I don't think it necessarily means that your partner isn't the one, but I think people adopt these unhealthy habits and they don't even realize that they're in it until they're like, oh shit, like, what am I going to do this weekend? Like, my partner is going away and... Like, I just remember, like, being in an unhealthy relationship, being codependent, and making it so difficult on my boyfriend at the time that it was, like, easier for him to just not do anything other than hang out with me because... Which that's not good either. No. And it's so wild to think that that was me back in the day. And now looking at how I am today, like, obviously, would I prefer... Like we joke like, oh yeah, I want to be in Mr. Man's back pocket. Like, uh, <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> yeah that's there's, a good one. there's some truth to that. But at the same time, I know that like I can be on my own and be fine. Yeah. I also think it's like someone said, like there's always that whole thing that it's like, how can you expect anyone to love you if you don't love yourself? And I saw a quote recently that was like, that's such a lie. Like, even if you don't love yourself, it's okay for other people to love you, right? Like, I think there, I've gone through periods in my life where I didn't love myself or I was down on myself or I felt insecure or anxious. And like, thank God that I had people that still love me despite me thinking that way of myself, because like, you know, having the love of other people helped me get through those periods in my life and helped me you know, learn to cope with myself and love myself again. So I think that's such a lie. That's like, Oh, you can't like, no one's going to love you if you don't love yourself first. Like no, like people, people should love you no matter what. And they should help, help you get through that. Um, because sometimes like loving yourself is complicated. So I think that, however, I think that like your ability to give love is going to be difficult if you don't love yourself. Like, I think that is like the larger thing. Like, I think people are going to love you no matter what. People should love you no matter what. But as a partner, like when you think about the other person, if you are, you know, codependent or like, you know, you're feeling insecure and you have that like lowered self-esteem and, you know, it develops into like an unhealthy attachment style or an unhealthy relationship, like, you're probably not gonna be able to love your partner the way that they, I don't want to say deserve to be loved, but like 
the way that you theoretically probably would want to love them, right? Because love is about, you know, trust and, you know, being who you are and, you know, you're, you're not some, you're not supposed to complete each other. You're supposed to be two holes that like complement each other. Like you right. don't want to complete someone else. Someone shouldn't compliment, shouldn't complete you. Like you should be your own person and you should love the person that you're with for who they are. And I feel like if you're making someone more than that, then like you're not like loving them properly. Right. So I think that sometimes like what I've tried to remind myself is it's honestly less about me and it's about the, it's about Michael. It's about the person I'm with. And it's like, if I, don't have a healthy relationship with myself or don't have like my own like shit in check. It almost like makes me feel like I'm not as great of a partner. And I feel like that's like a motivating reason to like get right kind of with yourself. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. I think if you can't show up for yourself, how are you going to show up in the relationship? Exactly. But to your point, I, I do think it's unfair. Like when people say like, Oh, you have to give, whether you want to say 50, 50 or a hundred, a hundred percent of the time, like, no, like there are going to be days when like you can only give 20% and your partner is going to have to give 80% to make up for that. And like, that's just how like some things go. Like if your partner's stressed with work, like they may not be able to give it their all for like a short period of time when they're stressed. And so being able to be with someone that can recognize like, Oh, I might have to pick up the slack this week and be yes. there emotionally or physically a little bit more. That's huge. Yeah. I completely, I actually think that as we get older, that is like such a crucial part that I didn't realize when you're like in high school or college, you don't really think about that stuff because everyone's just like sleeps all day and like watches Netflix in college <laughs> and like you go it's to parties and like whatever. But like, as you become an adult, you realize that you go through so many like ebbs and flows, like in your life. And Michael and I always joke about it. We're like, <laughs> we're like, who's the better one in the relationship like this month? Because they're like, there's things like major, major life. That, I mean, him and I have been together for obviously so many years. We've right. encountered so much life, but like he's gone through traumatic things. I've gone through traumatic things. Like we've gone through different like eras in our lives where like I wasn't the best version of myself. He wasn't the best version of himself. And usually like when I'm going through it, like he kind of needs to pick it up and be like the better, better partner and vice versa. There's right. times when he's been going through it where I need to pick it up and be like the stronger partner. And I feel like that's not talked about enough, Yeah, but it's so, so, so important because if one person is always like going through it, like the other person doesn't, doesn't feel like they have that support when they need it. Like that's not great either. So I think that's super important. Yes. What are you guys doing for Valentine's day? Do you have plans on, on Tuesday? We're actually going to be in Martha's Vineyard because I am still a little bit codependent. <laughs> oh, because he's going for work, right? Yeah, he's going for like It's five. Valentine's Day, though. And that's, it's our two-year anniversary. Yeah, guys, so that's like, you should spend Valentine's yeah, Day together. They keep doing this. I need him to drop this client because every single year he has to go to Martha's Vineyard for like a few days. This time he's going from Sunday to Friday. And I was like, well, I don't want to be apart for one or two year and be like valentine's day so i'm going with him and i'm just taking i'm just coming back early so we can record and take a ferry and i'll be here that's so cute but yeah i don't know i've never been to martha's vineyard oh wait neither have i <laughs> i know i feel like we've talked about this and we need to go to block island together in yes, martha's vineyard this summer but martha's vineyard in the winter like yeah i was gonna say probably not in february i'll no. go with you in like june or july yeah that's like the vibe. How about you guys? 
Um, we're going to the Palm in Boston for dinner on Tuesday. Oh, I walk by that all the time Which, and I've never been. I know, neither have I, but Michael said he loved it. They said they had a Men of Means night there. They did? One time. I think they did. Oh, shit. I always see, like, corporate events going on in there, like, yeah. and they have this, like, oh, you know what? It looks cute. Mr. Man does talk. He's been there for drinks, at least, that I know of, and he, he Our likes Our boyfriends it. and, like, their guy friends, if anyone watches New Girl, there's, like, this one episode where- <laughs> One. Like, literally for half an- It's not even, like, the full episode. It's, like, such a small part of the episode where, like, Nick and Winston- <laughs> they're in New York City and they talk about how like they're men of means and they're like we're men of means and they like, go out to this lunch and they spend like all their money on lunch and they're like eating lobster and cheersing and they're like to men of just means and out. they just like blow all their money on that one lunch and then they can't even afford to like get home on the subway after <laughs> anyways for some reason that specific scene in like one random episode of New Girl like lit a fire under like all of our guy friends. So like once, like I would say- um, A quarter. Um, honestly, more than that. Like maybe <laughs> once a month or maybe once every two months, they go on yeah. these like men of means nights where they pick like a nice place in Boston and they go out and just like cheers and act like assholes, like for a better Literally. Life, like they a better usually word. either end up at the club or a cigar bar after. Yeah, we or... do not take part. No. We stay home <laughs> during those nights. I know. I don't know why we don't do like a girl's version of that. I know. We, like- we should take their credit cards and like do oh. like a spa day. A spa day. That would be the girl equi right? equivalent. I'm excited though. For those of you who are not doing anything for Valentine's Day, honestly, I had some of the most fun Valentine's Days of my life when I was single with my girlfriends. It's not too late if you haven't made plans yet and you're feeling a little down, you're not over your ex, like call up your friends. Like it doesn't have to be anything fancy. Go somewhere, get margaritas, like just have a fun time because like maybe this is me being codependent, but <laughs> I feel like if you think you're going to be sad on Valentine's Day sad, for whatever yeah. reason, just like, you know, be with people, be with people that you love. Your soulmates don't always have to be the person that you're dating. That is so true. We love you baddies. Happy Valentine's Day. Have a great week. Happy Galentine's Happy Gal Day. You know what? No, yeah. Screw Valentine's Day. Happy, Happy Galentine's, Galentine's Day. Day. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. If you like what you heard and you want to see us back next week, subscribe. Follow us on Instagram if you want to see more. It's at drinksafterwork underscore. Head over to our TikTok. Follow us there. It's at drinksafterwork no underscore. And if you're a girl in, in the, the Boston, Boston area, area looking to make new friends I thought you were gonna keep going <laughs> oh. um looking to make new friends want to find fun cool things to do in the area you want to know where to get a spray tan hair done nails done everything done you want to organize a Galentine's day yes go to our private Facebook group there's over 7,000 girls uh link in our IG bio love you baddies love you bye